I got you for five hours on our five-hour midnight ride to 5 a.m. We're going to talk tonight. 877-337-6666. Rosenberg's staring at me on the other side. Fliegelman's here as well, and we got you for five hours. And there's the music bump. It can be expected when Paul is in here, the music gets blasted. And what can be expected from the Yankees is as bad as you think they are at building a team. As terrible as you think this run has been for baseball on the field for the New York Yankees, as much as you think this is a mismatch of a a roster and they've done a terrible job with the actual baseball team on the field, they are far, far, far worse at the PR game and trying to help themselves when they're talking to you, not just the media, because I don't think Brian Cashman understands exactly who that is foul mouth rant was directed towards. And if he does, I mean, I almost respect it. All right, we're going to get into it. We have all show to go through all the different quotes and all the different things he says. And you know me. I've wanted Cashman fired, but I still think the vitriol towards him is ridiculous sometimes. And I happen to agree with several of the things he said. But the app, the tone that Brian Cashman decided to take out one is extremely entertaining. I was just enthralled with watching it. But it is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, these two, both guys speak, right? Hal Steinbrenner speaks, then Brian Cashman speaks. And it could not be more diametrically opposed on how they went about it, and they both were idiots. You can't make it up. Both did a terrible job. Let's start with Hal just for a second before we get into the fireworks that was Brian Cashman. One with Hal Steinbrenner. Here's the thing with Hal. At least he does, right? On on the surface, he gives you unacceptable, right? There are a couple of bullet point quotes where if you want to be fair about it, which no Yankee fan does, let's also just mention that. It doesn't matter. If 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 the Yankees say something you like, it's show me. And if the Yankees say something you don't like, see, this is the problem. There was nothing these two gentlemen could say waiting a month after their season ended, a week after the World Series ended, or whatever, how many days it's been. There's nothing they could have said that could have pleased you. There's nothing they could have said that would have made you happy. So you know going in, this is some on some level a losing endeavor no matter what they do. But at least Hal Steinbrenner gives you a couple of quotes that you could at least say, hey, okay, maybe he understands. It's unacceptable, right? It's it's a complete failure. The fans deserve better. Uh, you know, winning, uh, having a winning record isn't a uh, an accomplishment. It's a requirement. I thought that was a good line. The fans are nowhere closer to a championship. We didn't make the playoffs. We didn't. It's unacceptable. It was a total failure on every level. Fine. Okay. At least he sounds like he's upset about what's going on. But here's the problem with the Hal Steinbrenner stuff. He's had a month. 
And since his comments of on the Michael K show, talking about why he wonders why the fan base is mad back in June, which was stupid then, but he's but at least at that point the season hadn't collapsed just yet. But he's had all this time. And he, he's had all this time. They talk about the audit as soon as the season's done. Now, that's kind of changed on what the audit is, and we can get into that as well. But he's had all this time. He understands the fans are clamoring for the jobs of everyone. They want Boone fired. They want Cashman fired. They want major changes in the organization. You have, you have acknowledged that you are going to make changes in the organization. You've talked about it. You talked about uh, your, your, your captain. And your star players talked about changes. You've talked about working with him, which is another angle, and this we'll get to. But, like, all of this time, you know you, you talk about an audit and an outside firm and all this. You know you're not going to fire Boone and Judge, uh, Boone and Cashman, right? You know it. You have got to come into this press conference with some kind of specifics on what you're going to do. You can't just go, oh, we'll make changes. You might not know that they're big, but trust me, I've talked to Judge. They're big. You can't show up to that press conference with no answers whatsoever. I understand the offseason has just begun. And I understand this audit now is going to take a year or whatever this is. Pretty much they're going to monitor another company and how they do analytics and spend a year doing how they do, watching how the other the other side does, and then comparing notes at the end of the year. It's the biggest non-burger waste of time conversation that we've had, and the Yankees have had a ton. But you can't go into that press conference if you're the owner of this team and not be willing to talk about how much money you're willing to spend, what you honestly are talking about in some of the things you're going to do different, some of the areas of problem, something, something. He gave absolutely nothing specific. He just yammered for a half hour about nothing, absolutely nothing. And yeah, he gave you some of the quotes you want to hear, fine. And I do believe he cares. And I, I think the nonsense about only caring about chicken buckets and, and money made, I think is bullcrap. I think he wants to win. I do. I think he's uncomfortable getting rid of Brian Cashman just yet. I do believe he's bought into the idea that, you know, overall, that it's been a successful organization and this is a year where it's a major problem as opposed to really looking at this from a, a, a wider, taking a step back and looking at the overall job they've done for the last decade or so, I do think this is more specific to him that this was a failure and overall they've done a decent job so he's not ready to fire people. But you have to have something. He said absolutely nothing. And the one thing he gave you, which has now become a, a laughing point, that people are pointing to and mocking the Yankees for is something he thought, and this goes back to why he's just bad at this, he thought he had something in his back pocket that would appease the fans and make people actually think that it was a smart thing to say. He thought he'd get away right now. I'm telling you, the minute he walked off and some, and then he realized was monitoring public reaction to his comments, and he's like, how the hell are they mad about the bunting thing? You guys told me they want small ball and bunting. How, are they, how am I getting killed for that? He's yelling at some PR guy right now because he thought the bunting thing was going to be a positive. You should, and if you watch the conversation, all right, okay, I'll tell you one thing. I'll give you one good one. We're going to bunt more. Brian, uh, you know, uh, Aaron Boone thinks that bunting's become more part of the game. We're going to go and really um, focus on bunting more. It's the dumbest. It's so 
He's so talking to a minor few people inside the Yankee fandom. But it's not only that. It's it's he thinks he's giving some sort of answer of solving small ball. It's just the idea that that's the one. Because I think if you gave a myriad of things, if you gave, listen, we don't, we we don't. We don't uh, put enough contact. We're too focused on launch angle. We're doing this. We need to focus on this. We need to focus on that. You know what? And we should be bunting more. We're realizing with the new extra inning rule and some of the different things going on in baseball, we're noticing speed. We're noticing bunting. You know, we've kind of stepped away from bunting. That's something else we got to look into. If it's one of six or seven things, we all go, yeah, you know what? The extra inning rule, you probably do. But how many times have guys come up with the Yankees in the rare situation? And I think bunting more and more is, is probably a ridiculous comment. But And I'm a bunting in a lot of situations, but and I don't agree necessarily that it's it's become a huge part of the game. But whatever, there are times where bunting is an, a necessity or something that would make sense. And the Yankees don't have anybody capable of bunting. So if this was one of like five or six things, I think it's it's completely a non-issue. And most people go good. They probably should learn how to bunt. But when it's the one thing you give after the worst season in 30 years, the one thing you're willing to be specific about, the one thing you're willing to talk about is how Aaron Boone suggested you bunt more. It makes the manager look stupid as that's his only great uh, uh, contribution to the conversation. And it makes you look stupid that that's your pointing to as a major reason why you weren't successful last year. Don't you get it? Don't you get you just had the worst year in 30 years and people are pissed off? And it's not about the overarching thing about bunting or small ball. It's about how do we fix this roster right now? I, I don't understand. He thought he had some winning argument. I think Cashman did the same thing with some of his comments. Cashman thinks he had a winning argument with the smallest analytic team. But we go on and on about analytics, right? On and on about analytics. That's a problem. You know, we're too analytically driven. Fan base says it all the time. And if you weren't screaming and cursing at them, they'd be willing and more open to listening to you. But the idea that you have the smallest analytic department in the American League East, like he said that as if he had like there was venom and dagger, like ha ha ha. You shouldn't have the smallest analytic department in the American League East. You should have the biggest. It's not necessarily the analytics. It's how you view them and what you're doing and, and how you're basing your decisions. But you think you have this argument won by saying, ha-ha, I bet you you didn't know we have the smallest analytic department. Who do you think you're appeasing with bunting and small analytic departments? Like, it's just dumb. But now let's get more into just the Cashman overtone because for me, at 12 when we got the owner, it was nothing. It was a month we waited for it, and we got absolutely nothing. The only specific is bunting, and it sounded stupid. And that's what came out of it. The Bronx bunters. It gave an opportunity for all the haters out there to mock and laugh at the Yankees because the owner showed up a month after the season, everyone waiting with bated breath to hear from him, and he comes out there with, yes, I'm upset, and we should bunt more. That's all he said. He wasn't willing to go in on how much money he's willing to spend, luxury tax threshold he's willing to go over. Like, they didn't talk about He wouldn't give a single damn specific about contact, about strikeouts, about how they want to approach hitting, about anything except bunting. If it was one of six things, we'd applaud it. But because it's the one, it's laughable. So that was at 12 o'clock. Then we had to wait a whole new five, a whole five hours for Brian Cashman. And I'm pretty sure in those five hours, he was sitting around drinking coffee and doing cocaine because he came out firing. I'm obviously kidding about the drug. 
but he came out firing. He was in a corner drinking black coffee, and he came out firing. I don't ever remember seeing Brian Cashman that angry. Have I heard the same things we've heard from Brian Cashman in that press conference? Sure we have. We've heard about the injuries. We've heard about how they think they're doing a good job and they believe the process. We've heard all those things. But this was a general manager, and this is without question the way Brian Cashman attacked this. This is a this is a general manager who is absolutely fed up. Fed up with being talked about as if his organization is one of the worst in baseball. When everyone he talks to, when every GM he deals with, when every when everything because let's be honest, I totally believe that the rest of baseball does not look at the Yankees the same way the fan base does. And I do not think other GMs inside this organization you hear it from a bunch of different guys, from DePoto in Seattle, who makes his own dumb comments, but you hear it from Bean in, in Oakland, you hear it from all the different general managers throughout baseball who are enthralled because they know how difficult the job is that the Yankees have had such a winning success and winning culture for years and years and years. You don't have to be happy about it. I'm not happy about it. It's not enough to appease us. But if you listen to the rest of people, the rest of his peers, the other people he does business with, He's considered a very good Hall of Fame, world-class general manager, and he's fed up with the per- perception that it's run like a dumpster fire. He's fed up. And I respect it in many ways, but it was the absolute worst tone. The fan base is pissed off, Brian. And when you go back and forth with Joel Sherman, you're not going back and forth with Joel Sherman. You're going back and forth with your fans because they read Joel Sherman. They agree with what he's saying. They're pissed off that this team was miserable last year. They don't want to hear about it. That's the ultimate thing. Nobody wants to hear about it. It's a month later. Now we're all focused. The offseason's going to start. There was a time to break down last year. I thought they should have done it as soon as the season's over. Now we're, we're free agency starting, and all we're trying to figure out is how the hell you get Juan Soto, how the hell you improve this team. And instead, I understand the questions were asked. He didn't just go off on a soliloquy about his issues last year. And some of it's about how you fix the problems, but it's all about fixing the problems and moving forward. Instead, he's getting into ridiculous arguments, rehashing old trades that he can't win. I agree with some of the stuff he's saying, particularly about Montas and particularly about different things. Like, it's a terrible trade, but you know what the Yankees do on, on uh, at the trade deadline? Feel they need to chase a championship and will take risks with trades that otherwise, if you're not chasing championships, you don't do. Like, I agree with him on some level on many of the things he said. I really, I truly do. But the, the, the vitriol he came out with and the way he attacked this and then the constant defending, you had to realize how angry this fan base is and how miserable last year's team was. And while I do agree that it's a fine line on injuries, it's a fine line between excuse-making and reality, I do agree with that concept. Like, should we pretend that the injury to, to, to judge didn't impact the team? But at the same time, the, if one guy goes down, is it acceptable to have the worst season in 30 years? Like, it's a fine line. But Brian Cashman can't choose the first time he addresses the media since the worst year in 30 years, open it by saying, I think we do an effing good job. That is just asinine. It's absolutely asinine. 
And to go over it and over it with with Joey Gallo and arguing all the points, I don't understand. Instead of just, he should have just acquiesced to a lot of these things, drew up L's and taken all the L's and just said, yeah, but this we're moving forward and we're going to do better at this. And we're going to do better at that. And we need to attack this. We need to attack that. Instead, he played, I'm Brian Cashman. Everyone I talk to, and and I know my career, and I know how hard this is, and the other people who know how hard this is know what kind of job I've done. And I'm tired of acting like we've been run like a dumpster fire just because we haven't got back to the World Series when we won 99 games last year, and we've had winning season after winning season after winning season, and we just haven't been able to make the playoffs. That's what it was. And I agree on many levels, and it gets me in trouble, and people call me shill. I was just on Twitter with someone saying, let's hear what you have to say tonight, shill. Because I do agree. I do agree on some level that it's not as easy as people perceive and that he has done a better job and that the vitriol and anger and bitterness towards him goes overboard on many occasions. But this was not the time, Brian. And fighting the fan base the second you have a mic in front of you for the first time since the worst year. And make no mistake, Cash, it was a pathetic year. Where and you are, and the last three years of your track record is flat out garbage. Like you have to own that. You just have to own it, and you can't make it seem like you're perfectly happy with the way things are going. I don't even know if that's true. But he was so entrenched in defending himself and fighting back that that's how it comes off. It comes off as if he's not recognizing any of the issues that have gone on here. Like, to me, the most important comments, he's talked about getting two outfielders, two left-handed hitters. Like, that's what I'm more focused on. And ultimately, like, that's all that's going to play. How does this team do moving forward? Because a lot of the fan base, a lot of the fan base believes we're, we're in line for now the next 1980s or the next 1964 to 76. Like, they think this is going to, about to be one of the worst errors in Yankee baseball moving forward, not just last year, but moving forward, that there's no end in sight. This is what your fan base is concerned about, and you're arguing about your, what your due diligence on Joey Gallo, and that, and that Joey Gallo was picked up by other playoff teams, which might be, of all the things he said, the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You traded him at the deadline, Brian. Who trades at the deadline? Playoff teams. You were willing to give them away for practically nothing. You actually, instead of focusing on that, you should have talked about the guy, the pitcher beater that you actually got for him and how he's moving up your organization. Instead, you're talking about how he picked up by the Dodgers and playoff teams. You traded him at the deadline. The Pirates aren't picking up Joey Gallo at the deadline, Brian. Like, wake up. I, it's, it, was, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable, but I, on a, in a weird way, I, I'm impressed with him. In a weird way, I respect it. As frustrated and as dumb as it was, it also, there's no other way. Like, unless this owner is completely withdrawn from what the, the fan base thinks, and we know Brian Cashman is. Like, that's another thing that was proven in this, and I've talked about this forever. Brian Cashman doesn't give a damn what you think, and in many ways, it's his best quality. I love that he doesn't give a damn what you think. He probably shouldn't. But he needs to understand that he shouldn't continue to poke you. And that he can't act like this when the fan base is furious and his track record is trash for three years. Like, there is, I mean, 
the owner talked about the Peralta move. The owner talked about the 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 Clay Holmes move. The owner talked about the Trevino move. Like, okay, some of the bit parts surrounding this team, the Yankees have done a good job with. I completely agree. But the main crux of this team since 2017, or really since 2019, to be fair, has been bad, bad move, bad move, bad move, wrong move. Every single one. You can't stand up there like you're Brian Cashman, 1998. You have to recognize what's going on and how pissed the fan base is. Like, he had none of that. But now the owner, who's going to hear, I don't know, necessarily me, but, you know, whoever, us, the radio station, the fans calling into the radio station, he is going to hear the reaction to his lousy press conference and the 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 firestorm and the anger and the vitriol Brian Cashman returned to the angry and vitriolic fan base. He's going to hear the reaction to this. Brian Cashman has no other choice but to win. And that's what I'm going to take away from it as someone trying to be a positive Yankee fan. He has no choice. Hal has no choice. This thing is teetering on the edge. Because Hal Steinbrenner has to recognize if another season like last season happens in the middle of this Judge and Cole window, if they do again where they don't spend the money, which I don't know another way out of this right now for a year from now for next for the 24 season without spending a ton of money, how... If they don't address what's going on, if they don't dramatically improve this team, yes, you can you could save money by going young. I think everyone's okay with Wells being the catcher. I think everyone understands Volpe, the Gold Glove winner, is going to be at shortstop. There's ways. There's other. You know, hopefully uh, Dominguez comes back at some point in the year and is, is a starter for you. Like there's ways to go cheaper at some level, but you have got to make a splash. You have got to go spend money. You have got to give your fan base a reason to believe. And if they don't recognize that, and if Cashman now isn't on the hot seat, if Hal Steinbrenner doesn't tell Cash, you can talk like that, but you better freaking win, then I don't know what's going on here. Because that's the one thing I'll take from it. Cashman gave himself no wiggle room. Cashman didn't fall on the sword. Cashman didn't say, hey, look, we're changing everything. You know, Because there, there is a route to say, hey, we're changing everything. We're changing how we do analytics. We're changing how we do this. We're changing how we do that. It's going to take some time. You got to hang with me. I don't know about next year. Like we're gonna we're gonna find out. But I I, I gotta we gotta rework this whole thing. Like a lot of the moves I've made over the last year have just been completely wrong. The last couple years have been completely wrong. We need to evaluate how we make every single decision. And you know we're auditing ourselves. It's going to take a little bit of time. We need to to completely flip this thing from top to bottom. And you got to hang with me, and we're going to do this thing. We're going to do it the right way. I don't know if the fan base would have bought it, but on some level, I think the fan base understands that it might need something like that. I think a lot of fans would actually welcome that talk. They don't think Brian Cashman should be the one doing the flipping top to bottom, but at least they recognize the issue and how ugly it's been and blah, blah, blah. Like That would have been a route to maybe buy him some time or, or figure out how they're going to go about it in the future. Instead, we're freaking good. You don't see it. We're going to make subtle changes, but ultimately it's about wins and losses, and I'm going to go out and get wins. That's what Brian Cashman said. Now he's got to do it. And now that's what I'm focused on. I don't think this lasts forever. I think this is fun. You know, we'll have some fun with it. And if he fails and gets fired, we'll harken back to it. If they win and successful, we'll harken back to it. But it's he's 100% right when he says about it's about wins and losses. If they win next year, no one will care. 
No one will care. If they have this, if they go get Yamamoto or they go get, uh, you know, um, whoever in free agency and they add to this lineup, they go trade for Soto, they go get Bellinger, they go do something, and this lineup changes and they score runs and they win baseball games and they're playing in the World Series, no one will care. But if they're not, if they have another miserable season like this, how does the, how does the owner not make a decision? Because it's one thing off of one year. But now today, or yesterday, in your press conferences, you had no answers from the owner, and then you got a pissed-off general manager who thinks he's above your disdain. You better win. 877-337-6666. McMahon here with you. So we'll have fun with Cashman. I'll play some of the sound bites. We'll go through it. And again, we might have some disagreements because I do agree with several things Brian Cashman said. I do. I agree with a lot of what he said. I think his tone was terrible. I think some of the things he said were ridiculous. And ultimately, he hasn't won enough to stand there and talk like that. But we'll get into it. We'll go through the different comments. We'll have some fun with the Yankees here for the next five hours. 877-337-6666. Robert Sal is another one who keeps saying the same dumb things. So we'll talk about the Jets and how they talk and what their situation is at the quarterback position. We The Mets also spoke, their new uh, president of baseball operations. It sounds like there won't be a GM. He's running the show. Does it really matter? Like, if anyone's really upset the Mets aren't signing a GM, does it matter? 